Welcome to Uncontained, episode 76. I'm your host, Aaron Static Render. On the show today, I have actor, model, dancer, and DJ Puneet Prasad, also known as DJ Poon. We actually met a while back. Uh, well, we were both working on this uh, one fan fiction movie for Halloween, and I was Michael Myers, and apparently, as he reveals in the interview, I left an impression on him. So, I, I, I don't want to give away too much on that, but you'll have to listen to the interview to find out, and you're already almost there. So, just keep listening, and got some great stories coming up from him, along with some great advice as well. I have a very interesting talk with Puneet. We uh, cover how he got into the entertainment industry and uh, some of his successes along the way, along with some advice for the person who's looking to get started out in the entertainment industry. So that's all coming up. If you have been enjoying the show, please feel free to support the show. Go to uh, uncontainedpod.com. Check out all the stuff there. You can listen to the show there and click that Amazon banner at the top of the page to uh, help support the show and do some much-needed shopping. To help support the show and do some of your much-needed shopping on Amazon anyway. Uh, Every bit helps. And if you don't have shopping to do, just please spread the word. Spread the word of the show. Share it with a friend. And tune in. Tune in each week, every Tuesday. New episodes. This one with Puneet Prasad. Right here on Uncontained. How's it going, Puneet? What up, what up? You and I have met a while back. It was like... Three years ago, was it, that uh, we met on the set of, I guess I'd call it a fan film right now. That's what yeah. I'm calling it. It's definitely uh, an internet fan film. You're the scariest person on set, <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Yeah, it was uh, Halloween 7 Bloodline is what it was called, uh, directed by Domo Taylor. And I got to play Michael Myers, which I was excited about. You were on set for a couple of days. Yeah, I think I was, you survived. Uh, I didn't stab you. Think, yeah, because I was trying my hardest to avoid you. You were terrifying. <laughs> like, your body language was menacing. Like, I, I had to cover my ears, even though no one was speaking, because your body language was screaming, like, terrifying violence. I was like, oh. <laughs> That's the look I was going for at the time. Uh, this this encounter is a little bit more hospitable, so you can relax. But uh, good to finally catch up with you again, man. Uh, you've been busy. Yeah, this industry, it it does what it wants, and you just have to, like, accommodate the momentum of it, you know? Yeah, so let's go ahead and jump into how did you get started, and where did you start? Was it acting? Was it modeling? I was born in theater. Let's let's put it that way. Um, I was born in Vallejo, California. I started taking ballet lessons at this place called Diane Shaver, where I I performed, like, live shows, primarily because my sisters were taking ballet. Like, I didn't really go after school so i was like all right i'm here guys and she was like all right we're gonna we're gonna put you in this thing i was like all right cool um i loved it uh i loved it so much that i continued studying math and science in high school because you know that's what asians do and then i went <laughs> to ucla to continue studying math and science because that's what asians do but, however there was this girl in a red dress came up to me at orientation her name was jessica van okay she was part of mtv's awkward um, this film called Bang Bang. She was in uh, The Gambler with Mark Wahlberg. She's, she's a pretty big deal now. She was like, hey, you're funny. 
I was like, thanks, I guess. I just, I just really wanted some of her popcorn. But, um, <laughs> like, <I'm, laughs> you know, I, I love snacks. Let's, let's start there. Um, so she's like, I'm doing this play, and you'd be great for this, this dude named Bobby. Like, do you have any experience in theater? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I totally do theater. Um, what's it about? And it was actually like a political statement about a violent crime, I think, somewhere in Detroit. And uh, it was it was a hit at UCLA. Like it was a small cast. The cast actually built the set. Um, and she went on to do bigger and better things. I got into like more science and uh, I gave my heart away to like a couple girlfriends. Um, and that took me to New York. And that's how I just continued. I continued with the acting thing. Modeling was huge in New York, so that's where I made my bread and butter. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I love New York, but I came back for Thanksgiving three years ago, and I, I just wanted to see what the Bay Area uh, entertainment scene looked like. I mean, with all this tech, with all this money in the Bay, I'm like, did you know that movies started up here? Like, I don't understand how they got to Hollywood, but movies started because we were filming horses. So I figured, with all this money coming back here, and I mean, movie started here, and George Lucas is right there in the Presidio. Yeah. Why can't we just build the entertainment industry all the way up California also? So I just want to see what I can do while I'm up here and see how I can help the industry grow up here too because Los Angeles is pretty busy, and San Francisco and the Bay Area, we all need jobs up here too. So. Yeah, so where is the scape of entertainment here in San Francisco? Like, what aspects are there here? I know there's a lot of video game voiceover and Pixar and stuff like that, but what else is there in the Bay Area? There's a board. Like, uh, when you sign to an agency, this is a pretty universal known fact, when you sign to an agency, um, you sign to certain departments. It's very bureaucratic. I mean, you're either film and TV... You're big, you know, you're big in your theater, you're a commercial person, you're a fit model, where it's actually not even pictures. It's you stand in a place, you get paid like per hour, and companies like Gap and Old Navy or like Banana Republic, they will design based on your figure because you're fit for your height. Okay. There's, a, there's print modeling where it's literally just pictures of you in magazines or billboards or buses or, um, or whatever, whatever you can print. And so that's the board. But the thing is, up here, we have the tech industry. We have this thing called industrials. So it's pretty much like all these awesome commercials you see on television that aren't there yet because the Internet is so much bigger. So we have that. And that completes all the aspects of the entertainment industry in the Bay Area. Okay. So what are some of the things that you're involved with right now, Puneet? Ooh, um, all across the board. So... I dabble in uh, voiceover, um, shooting a couple webisodes, but they're like international films because the way you actually edit it um, in, in America, it kind of looks like a webisode because they're in pieces and they're in the internet. But okay. like when you distribute it internationally, you combine those pieces and you throw it out there as a film. And people still make DVDs out there. So I'm involved in uh, movies, commercials, I'm a print model, and I'm a voiceover artist. Uh, specifically like commercials and stuff voiceover for like radio okay cool voiceover is something that i've always had an interest in coming from uh seven years of a radio background the voiceover industry what would be a good way to go about breaking into voiceover well i'd like to say that the voices are in new york 
Like, that's where Radio City is, baby. But um, the best way to break into it would be to uh, take a class and see what working voiceover artists are doing now and where their community is located. So there are outlets online where you can sign up. It's like, um, like for acting, we have Backpage.com. There's something like that equivalent for voiceover. And when you find like that voiceover coach, that teacher that you, uh, that you can work well with and learn a lot from, they'll probably put you on the right track with the websites to sign up on. Okay. Um, the step above that would be to look for an agency that has a successful voiceover department because the agents see everything. And if you can find an agent that you mesh well with, that works with you and for you and helps you and is there for you, then you can have a successful voiceover career because, boom, you're the dynamic duo. Perfect. So uh, you're actually working on a TV show right now, correct? Or working with a TV show, Diva Talk? Yeah, it's actually Diva Talk Tonight. And it's uh, hosted by KeldaMusic.net. And every other Saturday at 11.30 p.m. on Coffee TV 20, uh, cable, you got to look it up with your cable provider. She's on there. Thirty minute. It's a 30-minute show, sketch comedy. Um, she hosts, like, interesting, interesting, like, guests. And uh, I'm pretty much her, her sidekick, I guess, her little Indipino sidekick. I'm half Indian, half Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. So it's a sketch comedy show. Does she have guests on too? She does. Yeah. It's it's like it's a late night show, pretty much, hosted by Kelda Music. So she has guests from all over the all the whole scope of the entertainment industry. You'd be surprised who she brings on her show. She definitely okay. she interviews them, and then it segues into sketches. And sometimes, if the guests are brave enough. They're up in the sketch as well. And that is one heck of a surprise, I tell you. All right. I'd totally be down to do sketches. So just don't, just don't bring any knives, Michael. Just don't bring any knives. No, no knives. OK, I'm out. So what exactly do you do as a sidekick on the show? As a sidekick on her show, um, for the first episode in season two, we're on season two right now. Um, I wrote a couple sketches and I would play certain characters. Um, I would change character throughout the sketches based on the setting, based on the storyline, and that's pretty much it. Sometimes she might just uh, segue into, like, she needs something, she, you know, she she throws a question to me, and I would just answer as her sidekick, DJ Poon, because she's Kelda Music, the rapper. I'm DJ Poon with the, the ones and twos. I got the turn, turntables, the new marks in the back. And how did you guys get hooked up together? Um, that's an awesome story. Well, she's in TV, and... I love television. You know, like radio and television, they just they have a soul to them. They have they have a spirit of awesomeness that I just always loved my whole life. And knowing that she was in it through this organization called Coffee and Catch Up. You can find us on Facebook. Founders were Taylor and Cameron. Taylor Lambert and um, I always just call him Cam because he always has a cam, but it's it's Cameron. And they started this thing called Coffee and Catch-Up, and it was a piano fight. Okay. And we met there. That's the acting community in the Bay Area. Um, and I was like, I like TV. She was like, I like TV. I like music. I like music. Let's, let's do it. I was like, cool, let's do it. Coffee TV 20, every other Saturday, 1130. All right, definitely have to check that out here. And if somebody's not in the Bay Area and wants to check it out, is it available online or...? Absolutely. We're still working on her YouTube presence, but her show broadcasts all the way to the Caribbean. 
So okay. you can check it out online on YouTube. YouTube has everything. Just look up Diva Talk Tonight. Um, you can look up Kelda Music with a K and a Z, and you will find Diva Talk episodes. We're on season two right now. Oh, and it, the founders of Coffee and Ketchup, they're Taylor Lambert and Cameron Mark Lewis. I was like, I knew his last name had a middle name, too. Coffee and ketchup. I kind of like the name, but uh, yeah, don't sound like a good combination to me. <laughs> no, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I, I'll take my coffee black, but... Exactly. <laughs> ketchup on the side, please. Yes, And if yes. there is a breakfast sandwich nearby, just dip it in real quick. <laughs> that I'm fine with that. Just keep the co- ketchup out of the coffee, and uh, we can we can coexist. Now... Speaking of piano fight, we were talking just before the show started, and uh, you kind of made another connection at piano fight with uh, somebody you made a TV series with. The Architects. It's A R C exclamation point T E X. We are the Architects um, because we build it like grassroots from the ground up all the way to the sky, and it's it's a sketch comedy show also, but. It's evolving. It's constantly evolving. And I met this gentleman. His name is Colin Asher. We worked on a commercial together, a tech commercial for Dudley. I liked his style, the way he was direct, uh, the director of photography. He's a writer. He actually um, studied creative writing in college, okay. and we vibed off that. I was like, I use a ball pen. He was like, I use a ball pen and a Mac. I was like, all right, with our, with our powers combined make a tv show for all our friends does the sketch comedy differ from the style of comedy that's on Kelda music absolutely because well at first it started off as a bunch of sketches for the coffee and ketchup community like we had a bunch of friends that wanted to work they wanted to make content they wanted to be creative but they didn't have the words and we had words galore um so he took hold of the camera uh we co-directed um I took hold of the camera, we co-directed, we co-wrote stuff, and then we just, we threw it together as a Christmas gift to the Bay Area, because it's only, it only had Bay Area actors at the time, or right now, it only has Bay Area actors, so it was the Christmas gift to the Bay Area, it was on Chabot TV, um, Christmas, of, uh, last, last year, and, and it really was all these sketches combined for the purpose of hilarity solely for hilarity and to see what we could do with our community in the Bay Area. If we were up to par with some of the comedy uh, media that's out there broadcasting right now. And from what I saw and from what everybody saw, we could do it. But now it's evolving because Colin's in Turkey teaching um, English as a second language, uh, hanging out with his girlfriend, um, doing life stuff. And You know, I'm doing life stuff too, you know, commercials, films, and all that stuff. So our content is slowly evolving because we have hard drive now. We have content. We just need segues. Little little interviews here and there. We need, um, you know, a cool bumper still. I need to find, like, a cool graphic designer. Um, I'm starting to call it Puneet.tv now because I want it to be later than late night. Since Kelda has late night, I want something between the hours of, like, 2 and 5 in the morning, something cutting edge something new. I want, I want something like my name, like Puneet, like the People's Universal Network entertaining extraterrestrials. Like who's out there? Who's <laughs> listening? Who's watching this internet? We're catering to you guys, you know? Was that, was that just an acronym for your name? Did I catch that right? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> to hit that one more time. I, I want to hear what what was it again? Tunit.tv. It's the People's Universal Network entertaining extraterrestrials. Everybody out there needs a laugh, you know? So I, we're just here to provide that. We're, we're at the heart of the Bay Area, broadcasting to the universe. I hear that, man. Especially nowadays. Everybody could use a good laugh with how crazy shit has gotten. People just need to take a deep breath and laugh. I feel you. Like... Sometimes with everything going on in the world, like life was just so simple. And now I feel like I'm constantly learning about all the things that I don't even want to learn about, but they're happening. Yeah. Uh, like comedy is incorporating politics. Why does it have to do that? People need to remember that, you know, we're, we've, we've all got that kid inside of us that just does want to laugh and he does want to take that deep breath. And laughter is that deep breath that allows you to get through regular life without all the problems of the world compressing you down so we're just here to do that i hear that i hear that so you were saying you're looking for some segue bits in uh in punit.tv uh what uh what type of segues are you looking for um well so there's this whole thing where you can go live now on the internet like that was we it's it's pretty cutting edge like we can broadcast live anytime we want and where we want with yeah. our our phones. So with that aspect, I wanted to work that into the show because on television, um, they do pre-record sketches, which the architects have done. We, the architects, have pre-recorded sketches. But I was like, there's an aspect that's missing. And it's not like television, but we're but we're living in the internet and we have the technology of television. So what's missing? It's that live aspect. And I want to figure out like just a simple formula of how to get that live aspect in different parts of, I don't know, wherever Puneet TV is, um, but have it broadcast the sketches as well. And I'm working on that. I mean, it's new tech. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be cool. Give that live and pre-produced vibe, a little mixture going on there. So I kind of, I kind of like where you're going with that Puneet. Um, now, you actually do a little work with kids, correct? And help them get interested in the arts, kind of a career day? Yeah, I mean, um, studying math and science my whole life, but having this like passion for performing, it, it really, I felt like um, I didn't grow as well. You know, like if, if you don't water a plant enough, it just won't grow to its full potential. Yeah. So like there are a lot of kids out there, yeah, they can study math and science, like everything's at their fingertips. You can learn anything you want if you put your mind to it. But there's this, there's this aspect in every human that wants to create. And sometimes there's no right path to creating stuff because crea- creations are always evolving. Um, and it, you, you take into account feelings plus education. So how do you combine feelings and education? And I'm experimenting with it myself. And I figured like the best people to go to um, for answers and to show what I've accomplished so far and maybe they can learn from it are the kids. So I've been invited to teach at Career Days, um, San, Francisco, San Francisco Middle School, Matthew Turner uh, Middle School. It's mostly like middle schoolers because um, my methods are still, they're very simple still. It's like how, okay. to wake your, how to wake your facial expressions up. Like you make a lemon face, you make a lion face, you wake up your facial expressions. Um, how do you pronounce better? 
on, say, toy boat as fast as you can, and then, you know, go back and say, say it as slow as you can. And these methods allow you to get the blood moving, uh, your brain working, and then you can create on the spot everything from improv to characters that you've memorized that you can develop into your own because you're in your body. You have not only your language, like the script, you have the body language with it. So that's yeah. what I teach. Or I, my method is what I teach the kids, but they also teach me like, hey, why don't you try it this way? And I'm like, wow, no, <laughs> that's cool too. Like, and then we start practicing in front of mirrors and then you know, we, we have like a think ball and we think about stuff, toss the ball, come up with a word, and we're just becoming more proficient uh, performers on the spot, thinking less and reacting more based on just based on the script and the body language. Yeah, that, that, that's awesome, dude. I, I, I really like doing uh, the tongue twisters kind of as a vocal exercise, too. And it does help, especially if you get tongue tied, you break into one of those and it helps helps reset, uh, reset your tongue or whatever. Uh, one of my favorite ones to do was, uh, you know, New York, you need New York, you know, you need unique New York. And Whoa, that's a nice one. Yeah, and you work on getting that fast. I still get stuck on Toy Boat, though, you know? <laughs> I mean, that was the one that was hardest for me. So I was like, why don't you give it to the kids of the future and see if they figure out a way to do it better, you know? And yeah, yeah. I After, like, two or three of Toy Boats, I'm at Toy Boat, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what's, my, what's my face doing right now? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like I can I can do the you know New York you need New York you know you need unique New York and just like rattle those off, but uh, you know it's like you find the one that is hard for you to do, and that's the one you actually need to work on though. Yep, yep. We're all evolving in this industry. Yeah. So, okay. And is that uh, the Manhattan uh, monologue slam? Speaking of unique New York, uh, yeah, it's. There's this thing called the Manhattan Monologue Slam. It's hosted by the Galinsky brothers. Um, one's a vo voice coach and one's um, an acting coach. And they came up with pretty much uh, a platform for a competition. Who's the best actor in New York? And it's every month. It's called the Manhattan Monologue Slam. You're given a monologue. You slam it. And then the audience votes on who's the best actor in New York. Sounds simple enough. <laughs> yeah. Until you get there and you start sweating or you didn't you didn't say toy boat enough or I know, know, I know. The fucking toy boats always get you. But uh yeah. so it's a monthly contest in uh in New York to find the best actor. Like what is the do you know the criteria that it's uh judged on or are you part of this in some way? Did you win it? Um, no, I've actually never won it. I think I placed one year. Um so they have the judges are from all walks of the entertainment industry. There's like, there's agents, there's, um, you know, like actual actors, there's, there's coaches, and then there's the audience uh, factor as well. Um, if you go to MM Slam, that stands for Manhattan Monologue Slam dot com, uh, you can get all the deets. I haven't, unfortunately, I haven't been back for the past three years, but uh, they definitely still have the competition. And some of the actors, they're just, they hop from that platform straight onto like the big screen and it's wild really yeah okay that's that's kind of cool to know so um puneet i know uh 
you have just briefly talked about you've worked with kids and uh, do you have any advice for people who are looking to get started out in the entertainment industry in addition to repeating toy boat <laughs> um well first and foremost realize what you're getting yourself into like and that goes with like anything really you can apply that to anything but i should have should have thought twice, like with college, it's usually you follow a path because your parents say you need to follow it. Usually yeah. you follow a path because your friends, your, your teachers, your elders, they say you need to follow it. But who's going to walk that path? No one but you. So you need to figure out what the finish line is going to look like. And if you want to actually cross that finish line, otherwise you just wasted all those steps, all those walks of life for nothing. Yeah. So I, I, my best advice would be like make a 90 day plan, see how far you get. See how far you need to get in order to get where you want to be. And if you want to take those steps and you can commit to like uh, paying for headshots, which can be very expensive, paying for like, trans, you know, gasoline, you need to keep, depending on your character, you might have to like upkeep your body, paying for gym memberships, paying for vocal lessons if you're musical theater, paying for acting coaches, um, if you need like uh, accent development, dialect development, um, stylists, clothes, like you need to understand the monetary needs of this career. You need to understand the steps it takes to get to the finish line. And you need to realize, like, are you going to love it when you get to the end? Because if you get to the end and you don't love it, then why'd you do it? That is the question right there. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of people don't know until they get there or at least are well into the journey. But uh, if I think if, you know, you think the journey is worth taking, you know, like if you're enjoying the journey, continue on. And at least that's my mind. Like, and once you get to the end, like if, when it's not fun anymore, when it's not, or I don't know, not, not necessarily saying when it's not fun anymore, but if you're just doing it to get rich, it's not necessarily always the right thing, but exactly. know, that, that's just my take on it. Yeah. I mean, I, I love your take. Like if you, if you, if you're loving it, keep doing it. Just, uh, just be true to yourself. Let's add that on. Yeah, yeah. So, and then hopefully, hopefully you like it in the end. And for me, it's like, I know I don't like a lot of other routes. So it's like, I'm trying to get to this route. <laughs> the best, yeah. You want the best of both worlds. Yeah. You want like, the best timeline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want... I don't want the average everyday regular life, you know, like the nine to five type job. That's, that's something I know the office jobs kind of kill me, but, uh, you know, well, I'm working my way out. So, yeah. all right. So what are you doing to promote yourself, Puneet? Ooh, that is a, that is a good question. So I haven't gotten that. I'm doing absolutely nothing I should be doing to promote myself. I have not gotten back to three PR specialists that have contacted me. I have not gotten back to Google ads. Like, you make YouTube videos, you put it out there, it's awesome, you create it. But yeah, you should market yourself. And Google and YouTube, they will contact you once you start AdSense. And they will help you market yourself. I just haven't done that. Um, okay. I'm just, I'm, right now I'm just working. Like, all I'm really doing is marketing, or not really marketing, I'm just sharing my work with family and friends. I haven't even, I haven't even scratched the surface of marketing yet. 
Okay. Do you have any plans for marketing once you do scratch the surface? Like, are you putting any marketing off uh, that you are planning on doing, or is it just you're gonna see? Are you're still working on formulating the plan? Um. So I'm not. The only thing I'm putting off or putting away right now is money. Okay. So I'm doing all these projects. I'm meeting all these tech companies, and I'm making money. So I I put away a little bit of money from every paycheck. And I remember who I worked with to see, like, if uh, my marketing needs are parallel to theirs, because then we can help each other. Because if they hired me once, they'll probably hire me again, because, uh, because you know, I, I do the work that, that is required of their company. And then their marketing people would probably help me as well, because I'm teammates with the company. So I'm just, that's on the back burner right now. I just need to start contacting them at some point when I'm ready to market Puneet.tv. I just need to figure out that live thingamajigger first. Without, yeah. yeah. All right, all right, perfect. Uh, So you have been in the entertainment industry for, I don't know, quite a while now, doing lots of cool gigs, lots of cool projects, got your fingers in lots of pots. Um, What would you say would be a highlight that you've had in your career so far? Not necessarily the highlight, but a highlight. Um, well, uh, a highlight is just learning a lot, uh, learning about myself. And that's how Puneet.tv came about. I was like, I was called Poon my whole life, but I was like, oh, snap, I'm Puneet. Like, that's what the checks are made payable to. Like, yeah. who am I? Am I? And then that's when I was like, oh, I'm the People's Universal Network Entertaining Aliens. Like, I'm Indipino. I'm half Indian, half Filipino. There's people in India and Phil- the Philippines watching my stuff. It's like, oh, snap. I'm entertaining aliens within the United or within like planet Earth, too. So it's, it's like just learning more about myself is the highlight of this journey. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, what would you say is like the biggest thing you've learned about yourself? I'm honest, too honest. <laughs> okay. And I guess that's why I became an actor and I'm good at it cuz I just uh I can't hide my feelings. Like if I if I read something, if I sing something, if the tears come out, they come out. If I get angry, I get angry. I just can't hide it. Um I'm not a, I'm not a liar, I guess. I mean, I'm a I mean, I I could probably, you know, fib and stuff here and there, but I I'm pretty true to my emotions and that's Yeah. That's, that's pretty much I'm, yeah. Okay. Well, that actually rolls us right into the next question, just about perfectly. Um, what do you want people who see you perform, hear hear your music, see you on TV, or hear your voice in a voiceover spot to take away? What do you want them to remember about your performance? I want them to remember that. Time can stand still whenever they want. And you can just take time to breathe and feel stuff. You just got to look in the dire- right direction. If, if people are watching me, I hope that I'm giving them that moment to just put everything away and have a good laugh. How are you saying time can stand still whenever you want it to? Like You, cr- you can kind you- of control Oh, yeah, I can elaborate. You can kind of control your own time based on what you do. I mean, there's, there's time and space and there's work. 
you get from one point to another. That's work. Simple physics, right? Yeah. So if you stand still, everything around you is still going. But if you're unaware of what's going on and you focus on one thing, time will stand still for you because you're pretty much just processing. Like a computer processes or renders. <laughs> yes. Um, the computer can't do anything else but that one thing. And when people are watching me perform, I just hope that I strike a curve. I hit a curve, a chord that allows them to just have some humor in their life. Um, okay. I'm not. I'm not here to be crazy political. I'm not here to preach like my beliefs. I'm literally just here to connect with everybody that's alive right now because comedy is evolving also and. Everybody wants a good laugh. You just got to hit that chord and connect with everybody. And I hope they connect with me too. All right. Perfect, man. And you have no idea like how many more times like, or since I moved out to the Bay area, I've heard so many more people chuckle at my last name or at least like get clever <laughs> with it. Like, cause the Bay area is tech and rendering your render images and render data and stuff like that. Back in the Midwest, it wasn't a quite as techy of a culture, even though you do have like things like Rockwell Collins that builds like aerospace stuff, and <laughs> they have all those people there. But you know, it's Silicon Valley. People are have a nerdier sense of humor out here, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all good though. If it makes you laugh, it makes you laugh. So we're, I don't mind it. We're all goofy over here. They should build a Disneyland up here too. Cause we're all goofy. And then, <laughs> you know, part of the reason why I have like all three of my names in my name for the podcast is because yeah. one, Aaron's a real common name render. If I just had that, it would be like, you get all this stuff on rendering and yeah, static yeah. by itself or just static render you get static rendering and stuff like that so put all three of them together and then you have something that's you know one thing it all then air exactly. static render will come up it's, it's a little bit longer but you know you have better google results and it's so fitting for like your podcast bro like i hope you continue this like i hope this goes past the finish line you know, this is awesome. Same here, man. <laughs> Same here. Um, got up to episode 75 now. I'm, I'm 74 Ooh. is out now at the time of this interview. But by the time this, this will probably be episode 76, I'm guessing. So Sweet. getting close to that century mark. <laughs> yeah, that century mark. You, you got to throw a party or something. Maybe have a podcast at the Century Theater. That'd be tight. That that would be cool. That'd be cool. Or do it. Uh, do a podcast live on Puneet.tv. Oh yeah, maybe I'll have it figured out by by the century. Maybe maybe <laughs> you got twenty five episodes, so twenty five weeks. Can you do weeks. it? Uh, I'll put my best men on it. All right, all right. We'll have your people call my people, and uh, I don't I don't know if we'll have anybody talking, but. Um, <laughs> 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 Epine, i have one more question for you um we're getting close to wrapping it up but before before we get into this last question uh where can people find you on this world wide web this world wide web the interwebs you can find me at p-u-n-e-e-t dot tv dot tv all right do you have all your other social media connected through there 
Absolutely. My YouTube followers are zero. So feel free to follow me on YouTube. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I feel sad for you. Uh, it's a work in progress. I told you my best men are usually napping somewhere. So I just got to find them. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Sounds good. Well, I have one final question for you, Puneet. And it's a title question of the show. Puneet, how do you live uncontained? Aaron Static Render? <laughs> I live uncontained by breaking through the invisible force field that surrounded me straight out of the vag. I do that by working <laughs> out every single day. Like, I'm not there to go crazy, like, ooh, gains, bro life. I literally have my own method. It's, I call it the Poon's Planar Workout. I break through the horizontal plane by doing all the exercises on the ground, like, you know, push-ups, sit-ups, all that stuff. Okay. I, I, I tackle the vertical plane by doing all the exercises up and down from, like, squats to pull-ups. I do all the traverse exercises, and that's at a 45-degree angle because – I mean, if you're going to walk the walk, you got to walk upright. So at that 45-degree okay. angle, I do, like, you know, everything from bicep curls to, like, calf presses. And then I, I do my Jeet Kundo. That's how I live uncontained. I mean, there's Jeet Kundo, there's Bruce Lee's Kung Fu, but there's Jeet Kundo, and it's Puneet Kung Fu. Perfect. Uh, thank you for coming on the show today. And I have one final thing for you to do. I have all my guests sign off the show. So, Puneet, will you do me the honor of signing off the show today? Absolutely, Aaron. Static Render. Yo, this is Puneet from Puneet.tv. I live uncontained. Rock and roll. And that does it. Another show in the books. Thank you to Puneet Prasad for coming on the show and talking with me. And thank you for listening. And please get in touch with me. I want to I wanna talk to you guys. Let me know what you, who you want to hear, what you want to hear. Just hit me up on the social medias. That's at uncontainedpod.com for the website. And at uncontainedpod for Facebook and Twitter. It's Uncontained Podcast on Instagram. Tag me in a photo. Let me know what you're doing. That's Uncontained. And thank you for supporting the show. Please share this episode with all your friends. Leave a rating, review, and subscribe on your favorite pod player. And until next time, live Uncontained.